You are now listening to Sweet Talks, sweet stories that inspire women to indulge in their dreams and life's work. Sweet Talks is thrilled to be brought to you by Cupcake Vineyards this season. I love to pair many of my favorite desserts with a glass of my absolute favorite wine, their Moscato Diosti. Make sure you find your favorite Cupcake Vineyards wine on sale at your local grocery store. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sweet Talks. I am your host, Bree. In this episode, I am bringing you yet another incredible woman who I think we all can learn a thing or two from. But before I do, let's talk dessert. And as you know, this season, I am bringing you all new desserts that not only I have found, but some that have been suggested by you. Yes, you, the listeners. And I think this particular episode like many, I'm really challenging my palate. So today is kind of like an unconventional one. Well, kind of to me at least, because I would say the title alone had me take a step back and kind of reconsider um, whether or not I was really uh, going to like this at all. So I took a chance. I definitely took a chance. If I listened to this title um, and I saw it for myself, in the beginning, I probably would not have chosen this particular dessert for myself. But I will say, with a little bit of backstory, I was introduced to a place called Proper Pie here in Richmond, Virginia, by my sister years ago. So, like many Richmonders, um, I love all of the sweet and the savory pies that they have there. They're incredible. Um, they make them fresh every day. They change their menu every day. And you have to like literally go online to see what pies that they're going to have for that day. And so before I knew all of that wonderfulness, <laughs> my sister came home, excuse me, with some pie. And I was like, what kind of pie is that? And she was like, you've got to try this pie. Um, but then she told me what kind of pie it was. And it did not have the word chocolate in it. And I was like, not enthusiastic at all that she bought home this pie. And this pie was a sour cream and blueberry pie. So first of all, I can't see your hands, but I was going to say raise your hand if you would consider trying a sour cream and blueberry pie just on the title alone. Um, So first of all, I do like blueberries, but if I could choose a pie that had a fruit in it, It'd have to be like an apple pie with ice cream or something like that. I probably would stay away from all of the berries and the cherries. And yeah, so that would be my first choice. So not necessarily go straight to a blueberry pie. And then when you say that there's sour cream in it, I'm like turned all the way off. I really just did not know what to expect. But again, I love proper pie, proper pie now. And I appreciate um their use of different ingredients to create things. But I have to say that when I tried this sour cream and blueberry pie, I was pleasantly surprised, y'all. First of all, all of their crusts are amazing. I've said that before. I'll say it again. But this particular pie crust to me was very different. Um, The bottom layer was very moist because it touched like the blueberry um, and the sour cream but the top crust was more of like a crumbly um, topping. And then it was also topped with like powdered sugar. 
And so I know how that all of you are wondering what the sour cream really tasted like. And so it didn't really taste like sour cream at all. I think sour cream is one of those things to where you can maneuver it to like taste to something else because it has a mild taste, but it kind of like balanced out the sweet sour taste of the blueberries. I don't know. It all complemented each other in a way that I didn't expect it to, to where they probably put sugar, obviously, in the sour cream and uh, maybe whipped it to a certain um, extent that it created this type of fluff and it kind of just all worked together. It was actually really, really good. And so to me, I again, I was pleasantly surprised and they have so many different pie flavors there. But I'd have to say that I think that is one of my favorite. So if you are in Richmond, Virginia, please visit Proper Pie and check this particular pie out for yourself. And if not, I always suggest if you want to go to Pinterest or get a recipe, try to find it and try it yourself. Or if you have a local bakery, see if they have something similar. Um, It was actually really, really good. Let's meet our episode's guest. We have J.L. Alexander joining us. Hey there. Hey. So J.L. Alexander is a public relations practitioner with a genuine commitment to giving back to the local community through her passion for communications, health, and fitness. She is the founder of the Vaughn Strategy, a public relations strategy consulting firm. In April of 2018, the Vaughn Strategy became the owner and CEO of Black Girls Run, acquiring the national running organization after six years of serving as the organization's PR director and national manager. A native of Norfolk, Virginia, Alexander graduated from with her bachelor's from George Mason University in 2008 and also received her master's degree from Virginia Commonwealth University in 2010. Alexander has a passion for running, completing her first marathon in 2014 and numerous half marathons, 10Ks, 5Ks, and 10Ks and 5Ks since 2010. She loves shopping, especially sneakers, <laughs> and traveling. She is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and resides in Richmond, Virginia with her husband, Chris, three-month-old son, CJ, and her and their dog, Luna. Yay. Welcome, JL. Thanks for having me, Bria. Definitely appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited to have you on the Sweet Talks podcast. And I have to jump right into my first question, which I love to ask my guests. It's kind of quirky, but it shows the personality before we get to the nitty gritty of the conversation. So we would love for you to describe yourself as a dessert and tell us Mm. why you'd be that particular dessert. (laughs) Oh, man, that's a hard one. Um, So I think I'm going to take... I'm like a combination of two. So usually okay. when you have apple pie, you usually have apple mo- uh, a la mode. Mm-hmm. So you usually pair apple pie with, um, which is kind of like a vanilla bean ice cream. I would say I would go with this one because um, you absolutely know what you're getting. Um, I'm, a, I'm definitely a person that... Um, as soon as you meet, as soon as you meet me, um, you definitely know straight out the bat. Um, this is somebody that 
I can take for granted everything that they say. I'm honest, transparent. Um, so there's no hidden surprises. There's no hidden creams. Wow. There's no hidden fillings. No hidden um, ingredients. And I'm up co- in there. And I'm, yeah, and I'm con- I'm very I'm consistent. So I don't think you could ever go wrong with apple pie a la mode. Um, my favorite dessert is uh, cheesecake. Ah, um, we are but, one in the same. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how to compare myself to cheesecake. So I'll stick with the apple pie. <laughs> right. You know, it's funny because a lot of uh, the guests, you know, they have a favorite, but they don't necessarily think that they are their favorite dessert they usually say there's something else so no I'm a fan of cheesecake as well and I don't think I'm cheesecake (laughs) (laughs) I I agree I agree and so you know I'm looking at your bio and I read it earlier and I'm reading it now and you you've done so much before you even got to the position of CEO of Black Girls Run so yeah I want to I want to start off by talking about your passion kind of behind the things that you were doing with PR and, sure. and I, I'm, I'm assuming the Vaughn strategy and some of the things that you were doing um, in that role that kind of got you positioned to be that CEO of Black Girls Run. Yeah. So coming out of grad school, um, I, you know, I majored in uh, strategic PR mm-hmm. um, for my master's studies at VCU. Oh, me and, too. Wait, what, what yeah. year did you graduate? I did not know I, we were in the same program. Yeah, so I came, I graduated um, from VCU in 2010. Okay, so you were a couple of years before me, actually three years. So I graduated in 2013 in the same program. Nice. Mm-hmm. So when I graduated from VCU uh, with, in Strat PR, uh, we were one of the few cohorts, um, I think just in public relations programs, that we had more adjunct professors coming from neighboring um, schools um, with PR professors and so forth. And that's when I really realize just the power of networking and the power of uh, community and bringing people together. Um, And so PR has always been a passion of mine. People have always been a passion of mine. Um, But it's always, I went to the PR side because it's just how you represent the brand. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's when I graduated out of grad school, I was looking for some more hands-on experience. And I got introduced to BGR uh, through PR, not even through running, but through PR. They were Mm -hmm. looking for some media relations support. um, And I met with the co-founders, managed a media event up in New York for them. Um, First time meeting them, slept head to toe with them in a studio apartment in New York. It's kind of crazy when I say it now. Um, But that was, you know, eight years ago. Um, And so over time, just continued to... Um, just be fully immersed in the in the business, not only on the PR side, but just learning operations and everything about the business that you can imagine. Um, and then here we are today. Yeah. And, you know, that's an incredible story because everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. You know, it sounds like you definitely had a journey to kind of position yourself to then take over an organization that is actually a national organization is that so kudos to you that's amazing I so appreciate that. what'd you say I said I appreciate that oh yes and so you know when you're in this position as a woman of color and obviously of an organization that celebrates women of color who are doing phenomenal things and representing I guess you know physical excellence um what does Black Girls Run mean to you? What is the true purpose of this organization? 
Oh, wow. I was just talking to someone about this today. It really, at its essence, is really providing a community and a sisterhood for people that want to get healthier and active. That's truly what we provide um, at at our essence um, and our, at our core, um, that once when you join our organization, you are joining a dynamic group of women that just want to see you succeed. Um, and so I think um, nothing really gets better, any better than that, that you immediately are signing up for just a group of women that will cheerlead you on, that will motivate you, that will encourage you, that will pick you up when you're down. Um, and that that's kind of the best support that you need to especially in health and fitness and trying to get healthier. Right. And that's so needed, you know, on a daily basis and to have an organization that kind of um, is, you know, exists for that sole purpose um, is pretty incredible itself as well. Mm -hmm. So in your role as CEO, I know that it's busy. (laughs) I know they keep you running, just not (laughs) on, on, on the, you know, in races actually. So Talk a little bit about that. Um, You know, I'm not sure that there are a lot of CEOs that even take the time to do things like this and to to talk about what they do on a daily basis and how they keep their organization running. So I think that that's something that our listeners would be really interested to hear from you personally. And, you know, what are some of those things that you love, some of those things that are not quite your favorite, you know? Give us a good um, kind of outlook on that for you. Yeah. So, I mean, what, a, you know, CEO and owners sound so like, dun, 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 like daunting and such a big role. But I really, I take opportunities like this with the podcast and other opportunities to talk to people um, because I'm just, I'm a human just like anybody else. I'm a black woman just like any other black woman. Um, and I make mistakes, I fall and, you know, and I have a group of women around me, um, that I also consider that I'm a leader of leaders. So, um, I never want to say that I'm too above something not to talk to people or let them know the journey and the experiences that I've had. Um, but I definitely appreciate opportunities like this because it, it allows for communication. If someone is looking to go into entrepreneurship, I don't think we talk about it enough, um, in terms of the woes, people see the glamour behind it, but it does take a lot of grit. Mm -hmm. Um, it does take a lot of passion. It takes a lot of tears, takes a lot of time. Um, and a lot of people don't understand what goes behind the scenes. So, I mean, any normal day for me, um, of course I have a newborn right now. So my day, congratulations, (laughs) my day can be tossed up. But like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm very meticulous with planning out my day. So that can go all to the trash when you have a newborn. But um, I do wake up every day around 530 a.m. regardless of what I have going on. Um, of course, these days I'm nursing, but also try to get my workout done before the baby's up um, or headed out for a run before the baby's up and before the husband leaves out to uh, for work. Um, and then usually I'm answering emails in the morning, Catching up on emails, um, anything for working with my designer, figuring out what pantones to use for different gear, mm-hmm. um, writing newsletters, scheduling social media feeds, um, having meetings with my ambassadors or doing live streams. Um, so it can run the full gamut um, in terms of what I'm doing on a day to day basis. Um, but I also just the be mindful of my time. Um, you can really get stuck behind a computer and sitting at your desk, even working from home. Like I'll look up and I'll be like, Oh, 
Lord, I've been sitting here for two hours. Mm. Um, so allowing yourself time to just get up and stretch, go get something to eat, go use the restroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, I think having a child now, I'm definitely much more mindful of my time um, because I have to balance that time between him, but also still managing a business. Um, but I mean, I think the things I think I told my accountant last week, um, he's probably one talking to my accountant is probably one of the worst things that I, I hate. Wasn't the one things that I hate doing. Anytime I'm like, oh, Jimmy, anytime <laughs> I'm talking I'm about talk money, <laughs> you, I grind my grind my teeth because it's either a bad call or a good call, or I don't know what to expect. So probably the bookkeeping side of it, the finance side of it, is the part that just completely goes above my head. Um, taxes go above my head, and I hate taxes. Um, like. I'm sure everybody else does. Mm. Um, but I think the part that I do love is just I always con- I'm always connecting with new women on a day to day basis. Mm. Um, and I get to talk to women that Black Girls Run has completely changed their lives. And I'm fortunate enough to be a part of that journey. Um, so I'm talking to women. You know, I had calls today with women in L.A. and Indianapolis um, that they have used Black Girls Run as an outlet to completely change their lives to get healthier, to get more active, to help them to get over traumatic situations in their life. Um, And then that's what empowers me to say, okay, JL, what you're doing is for a larger purpose. Um, And so you have to just kind of keep pushing through it um, and know that your organization is really changing lives. Looking for a go-to wine for pretty much any occasion? If it were me, I'd go with the selection from Cupcake Vineyards Wine. Your soon-to-be favorite Cupcake Vineyards wine is on sale at your local grocery store. So make sure to grab yours today. Now, let's get back to our sweet talk. Wow. Wow. All of that. What you just said. I really loved how you gave us kind of your uh, your view or an aspect from every angle. So you talked about just being a woman who's not perfect to being a mom to then being a leader, a CEO, but also having to work with all of these different people on a daily basis to kind of help you. So in a way you're a follower too. So, Mm -hmm. you know, in this position, you know, giving us that kind of layout shows that you have to be many things. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I think that you do it well. I mean, the way you even broke it down, I, I saw angles to where you even incorporate self care even if it is making sure you get up and go to the bathroom get something to eat (laughs) and you you mentioned waking up and doing things before the baby wakes you know working out and things like that and I think it's important that we as women you know make time for all of these things but again recognize all of the roles that we play and creating the one word that you said balance yeah, well, and you know, you say that I, I don't really think balance really exists, to be honest with you. Like balance, something will always get more attention. Something will always not happen today that you'll have to push off until tomorrow. That's just how life works. But how I put it is I think you have to exist in harmony. So things have to be able to coexist. So, you know, when I, I'm a mother 24 seven, I'm a wife 24 seven. Um, but you know, and I'm a boss 24 seven as well, but you know, sometimes boss has to be put on hold so I can be a hundred percent to my son or a hundred percent to my husband. Um, or sometimes I have to press pause 
you know, just for tonight's podcast. I'm like, all right, babe, you got you got the baby. I need it quiet mm-hmm. in the house. So <laughs> I had to pre- I have to press pause on being a mom right now so I can take care of business as well. So I think as long as they're able to coexist and that it's a healthy coexistence, um, I think we're always going to have to wear multiple hats. Just that's who we are as just women and dynamic creatures on this earth. Um, but and I don't think we'll ever achieve balance. I think it's just like I said, it's just trying to live in perfect harmony as much as possible. Right. And that's so true. And I mean, even if we if we if we want to take the word balance out of the equation or keep it in, it's more so it looks different for every woman, you know, in every season (laughs) of our lives. So, you know, three months ago, it looked different for you. Nine months before that, it looked different for you, (laughs) you know? So even for me right now, I have this conversation with my friends. I have some friends who are engaged, some friends who are newly married, some friends who have been married for a couple of years, some friends who have a two-year-old, some friends who have four kids. And I'm over here single, not married, no kids. So I am not living that life any from any angle. And so my life looks very different. The decisions yeah. that I make on a daily ba- basis, unfortunately, at this point in my life, and fortunately, in some moments, are very selfish. And not by choice. It's because I don't have to really think of coming Absolutely. home and feeding someone or doing I that at it. this point. I get it. But I yeah, know that I that day will come, you know? <laughs> so yeah, enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy <laughs> and that's it. what like, people tell me. Whatever. Yeah, I think we, you know, we live, in, unfortunately, you know, we live in a, a, a society of just comparison. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm 32 years old and, you know, I have some friends that are not married or don't have kids. And they're just like, well, why doesn't my life look like that way? And I'm like, man, everybody's journey is completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you all didn't see me and my husband were arguing last night, but you're not going to see that though. Exactly. Um, you know, I'm not going to publicize uh, on an Instagram post or Instagram story. Oh, Chris and I are fighting right now. No, I'm not. Or you're not. I'm not going to talk about oh how CJ kept me up all night long. Like you only see the the highlight reel of the good stuff that's going on in my life. Everybody's life has some type of challenges or just bad days, good days. Everybody's journey is different. Um, and I think you just have to enjoy, you have to enjoy where you are in your journey um, and know that your life, your life is only your life. And you just can't look at other people's situations and think yours is going to follow in those same, same steps. Yes, all of that. Very, very true. I couldn't agree more. I have been having more and more of those conversations with women and understanding exactly what you said. Your life is your life and you Mm -hmm. have the ability to take control of certain things and change certain things. But at the same time, you know, some things you don't have control over. And so it's not it's not your job to sit there and make things pretty. But at the same time, you you have to just embrace what's going on in your season and not compare yourself to others. Oh yeah. Um, absolutely. So yep. that's very important. And so you're probably meeting a ton of women with a ton of different stories, a ton of different life, um, life situations and journeys. Like you said, you've met a lot of women who have shared with you how black girls run has affected them and changed them for the better. So to you, what is that, thing that you're working to accomplish something new with the organization to take it to the next level that you feel like you could really put your, um, you know, your, 
your uh, yeah kind of my stamp yeah exactly yeah what I'm kind of building up my legacy to be um we BGR has been in existence since 2009 um and so we've operated as a for-profit since then and so when I came on board as owner um I actually uh created our 501c3 side so now we have a 501 we have a the BGR foundation which is the philanthropic arm of our organization and this is where this is kind of my legacy and where I see the organization um, kind of redirecting to help empower and help provide more grassroots efforts and support at the local level. So um, where I see it going is that a lot of women want to get healthier and active, but um, very often when you get into running and you get into healthy living and healthy eating, um, it doesn't come with a cheap price tag. Um, Healthy living is, I mean, healthy eating is expensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Buying the right running shoes can run you, you know, $150 for running shoes. Or if you're buying, you know, some type of moisture wicking shirt, um, even Target, I mean, that shirt will run you $25 for a quality workout shirt. We love Target. So, so, you know, and, you know, trying to be healthy and active, you know, is not cheap. And so we don't want women to get discouraged. Um, And especially if you go out running, if you go out running in the wrong shoes and you're not at your optimum physical, you know, physical active level, Mm -hmm. you can also get injured. And so we want to be a resource for women that are trying to get healthy and active, but may not have all of the accessibility that they need. So um, along those lines, you know, we received our first grant from Facebook about a year ago um, and we were able to launch training programs in six cities. Um, 25 women in each city were were given um, a 12-week training program that included a nutritionist, a run coach, uh, running shoes, running clothes, um, a paid wow. race registration, um, all of their trainings that they met in person. They were given like healthy foods and snacks. Um, and then, of course, just the community and sisterhood on top of that. So it is my big goal and my big vision that we're able to roll be to have this um have this resource and be an organization that people can come to to say, Hey Jay, I'm ready to turn my life around. I want to get healthier and active, but I don't have, I don't know how, and I don't have all the resources to do it. How can BGR help me? And I want to be able to step in to provide those wraparound services. Um, so women can sustain a healthy lifestyle. Um, that is not just a fad. Oh, I need to fit this dress next week and let me go run a few pounds off. No, it's not that we want you to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Um, And if we provide these services, we think that women will be more apt to staying healthier and staying active um, if they had the continuous support to help them do so. Yeah. And that's so important because I know personally and I use my busyness, you know, working full time, having a part time job, doing the podcast, doing that for excuses of not being as active as I once was. And so it's really important that we take care of ourselves, you know, in our bodies and mentally, physically, emotionally, all of those things, they're all connected. And so I see the true the true purpose behind your organization and how it's really able to help providing all of those services and even just knowledge behind um, what it means to be healthy truly versus what we think, you know, the media and advertisements say what it means to be healthy, um, I think is a very important resource, especially to um, women of color. So I think that all of those things that you're providing to women 
is much, much needed. Um, and it sounds like a lot. <laughs> We've talked about how this role for you is definitely something that um, I think is ever growing and changing and new opportunities with you creating like your new um, foundation and all of that, you know, that's not an overnight process. Creating a, a, um, a nonprofit takes time. Yeah. Um, and so I, I want my listeners to understand that, you know, these things that we have in mind to take a goal or an idea or, you know, maybe a company or organization that we already have started or are a part of to take that to the next level is not an overnight process. Oh, no, not yeah. at all. I mean, I, I've only been in my position as owner. Um, the acquisition was complete April 2018. Um, and at times I have to be like, jail, you know, Rome was not built in a day. This organization right. Did not just start yesterday. You did. You just came on board. So you have to allow yourself a little bit of grace as well. You know, so small, just take small steps like and, you know, the resources are not, you know, you know, money doesn't fall off trees. So you have to take it. You have to take it day by day and do what you can. Um, and not to say that that is going to minimize what you do. You're working towards a bigger goal. Um, and I have to, you know, I have to tell myself that at the same time, you know, I write down everything. I'm like, this may not happen this year. It may not happen next year, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and just these smaller steps that I'm taking in the interim are going to get me to where I need to be. Exactly. So for the ladies who are sitting here listening right now and and wondering what they could do or should do um, to get to a higher position, I don't want to necessarily say that they need to be CEO, but to take it to the next level and um, try for that higher position. And that's going to cause them to have to stay at work longer work mm-hmm. at home, wear multiple hats, communicate with multiple people, have a leadership role in whatever they're doing. What is that one piece of advice that you would give them? Oh, well, I don't know if it's one piece of advice, but if I you would could say, choose pro- one thing, <laughs> what would that probably, be? Probably, I would say like a combination of two. Okay. One, one thing is always just be aware of how you're presenting yourself. Like you're always being looked at. You're always being judged. You're always you know, what, what does she do when she's in the room? What did, how does she come dress? Does she speak to people? You know, what is her energy that she brings to the organization? But then too, you have to be willing to do the jobs that don't, no one else want to do. I remember, you know, just when I started with BGR, you know, you know, being in PR, you're kind of the behind the scenes person, but you're also the person that's kind of making stuff happen Mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, so, you know, if something needs to get printed or paper, need to be assembled and stapled or you know media kits need to be uh, put together or this uh, you know the reception to this not not is not at the desk so you need to pick up and say hello thank you for calling how can I help you mm-hmm. you know it's those positions the things that line at the bottom of your job descriptions other duties as a sign that's a real statement like exactly. <laughs> do, do those things that you have not been assigned to do do those things that do step out of the box and do things that um, someone has not asked you to do um, and just kind of take the initiative on your own. So I think it's a combination of both things, how you present yourself, but also not having to be told to do something and then always doing it with a good energy and smile. 
Yes. I hope you all are taking some notes. I will say I totally agree with the second thing you said in regards to doing things that are not necessarily on that job description because I have found myself learning skills that I never knew that I could obtain from doing things that I was told not to do and contacting people that I didn't know I could contact on the job and working with different teams and groups to get things done. Um, Again, that were not in my job description, but I learned a lot in those roles that I was able to take with me to the next role or another position that I might have at that time. So yes, I totally agree with that. And Everything that you've shared with SJL, you are just incredible. And you it, it's obvious that you have a lot of wisdom. And whether you had it before this position or not, <laughs> you have been, you know, challenged and you have, are taking it beautifully in stride. And so I thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for yes. having me. I definitely appreciate it. Yes. And we definitely want to give a, an opportunity to our listeners to be able to connect with you. How sure. can they connect with you? But also, how can they be a part of Black Girls Run or connect with your organization? Yeah, absolutely. So Black Girls Run, you can join um, anytime, you know, you're ready to hit the pavement or just be immersed in a sisterhood um, that just wants to see you living your best life. Um, But you can join us at blackgirlsrun.com. We're on all major social media handles, Facebook at Black Girls Run, Twitter at Black Girls Run, and Instagram at official Black Girls Run. And then if you want to connect with me personally, um, it's my first and last name on all social media handles. So that's J-A-Y-E-L-L Alexander. Um, And yeah, I look forward to meeting some new faces out on the pavement soon. Awesome. Yes. So go and connect and join the Black Girls One movement. This has truly been a pleasure. Thank you so much, JL, again. Make sure to connect with Sweet Talks on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sweet Talks Podcast. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. And don't forget to check out the website with all of our past guests and episodes in one place. JL should be up there as well. And just make sure to hang back and enjoy an amazing one-minute meditation from Bear Soul Yoga founder Ashley Williams right here out of Richmond, Virginia. Until next time, stay sweet. In today's meditation, we explore the power of full self-acceptance and the joy that comes in acknowledging our worth. Today's centering thought for our meditation is, I am fulfilled by my own self-worth. Let's prepare for our meditation. Invite your body into a comfortable seated position. Close your eyes or soften your gaze. Take a full deep breath in, feeling your breath as it moves in, out, and through your body. Begin to notice that you are here. As you continue to allow your breath to flow in, out, and through, begin to bring these words into your practice. I am fulfilled by my own self-worth. I am fulfilled by my own self-worth. 
continue to recite these words and explore the joy that settles within. I am fulfilled by my own self-worth. Deepen your breath and repeat, I am fulfilled by my own self-worth. As the meditation ends, find the joy that comes in acknowledging that you are worthy and you are valued. Peace, peace, and peace. Thank you for making space for yourself in these one-minute meditations. Find more guided meditations that you can do at any time by following me on social media at Ashley J underscore Williams. Follow the Bear Soul Tribe at Bear Soul Yoga or visit our website, www.bearsoulyoga.com.